everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Hop Culture. We have been looking forward to this episode for a while, and we hope that it will be a fun one for you guys to listen to. Um, So this will be another installment of our Love It or Lose It series, which is pretty simple as most of our (laughs) recurring episodes are. Um, We pick a topic and give some examples, and we weigh in on whether we would Um, love it or lose it. So previous episodes we've done in this vein have been um, back to school, love it or lose it. We did a summertime, love it or lose it. And today in honor of Valentine's Day, having been a few days ago by the time this airs, we are doing a rom-com installment. So whether um, your Valentine's Day went well, whether it didn't live up to the hype, (laughs) <laughs> or anywhere in between, hopefully <laughs> this um, little focus on romance can find something, have something for everybody. So before we start, do you guys like Valentine's Day or not into it? Let's just do a general Valentine's Day, love it or lose it, before we start. I think it's pretty fun. I think I love Valentine's Day. I think yeah. people who get really like worked up about Valentine's Day being like a bad holiday, maybe grew up with it being like a romantic holiday. Mm-hmm. And I feel like growing up, it was more of like a fun time holiday mm-hmm. where like you make Valentine's for your family, like, and kids make Valentine's in school. And it's not like a, it is not inherently romantic. And I think that, I, I think there's a difference. If that's the way you view it, it probably is not a very fun holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always loved Valentine's Day, even though I never had a significant other on valentine's day until i got married mm-hmm. and at which point the romance is dead mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> at which point you can't afford to like do anything <laughs> nice yeah. for valentine's day mm-hmm. but it's just like even if you're single you can i don't know have like a galentine's day with your friends oh, it's the or... best night for friends mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's, it totally it's always is. a great time and I love people. You always red. have single friends on Valentine's Day. I think mm-hmm. the people that are truly bitter are the ones that somehow don't have friends. Don't have mm. <laughs> don't Darn. have Wow. <laughs> that one dark quick. <laughs> I was trying to anticipate where you're going with it and apparently I was, I was wrong. gonna say you don't have somehow don't have single friends on Valentine's Day because I would feel better if none of my friends were available to hang out with me because they all had plans. But That's speaking true. of Valentine's Day, mom was just going through our cards and it was so cute because, you know, she's going through all these cards that she saved for us growing up. And Claire's are so much better than the rest of ours because <laughs> she has like, happy Valentine's Day. Wait, no. Uh, to a special great granddaughter on Valentine's Day from great grandma. And then she has uh, to my precious granddaughter on Valentine's <laughs> like, and then she has Valentine's from aunts and uncles, Uncle B, 
Kristen. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were going to say mine were better, like the ones I gave people, but just people liked me more than all the other children. Showering Claire with attention on Valentine's Day before she could even understand what Valentine's Day was, and it was (laughs) very cute. So that's the kind of Valentine. I feel I never made a Valentine for like. Ella for a niece, yeah. I, oh I've never. Heard <laughs> well, of there's still thing, time. But Claire was Claire was the precious <laughs> oldest child. <laughs> I was the precious oldest child. That's the trade-off of being the oldest: is you are burdened with responsibility and you like it. criticism, you, but you also you get a lot more attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> You take you responsibility. take responsibility and you have <laughs> <true>. criticism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, well, so in getting ready for this episode, I was kind of like chatting with Dave. I was like, oh, okay, so I need to make a list of what romantic comedies we want to talk about. And I was kind of like just off the top of my head listing like the big ones that stand out to me. And he was listing a couple. He's like, what about this one? And then I went online and I think I just Googled like list of rom-coms or something. And I was like, holy moly, there's so many. Like, so this is by no means a comprehensive list. We kind of chose ones that I feel like, like for some, whatever reason we watched a lot, maybe growing up or ones that we like in our family. Um, There's probably a lot that are not on this list that, you know, other people love. Um, so I was kind of like, oh, holy cow, we could spend hours like diving into this. I feel like mm-hmm. the 90s and like early aughts was like the heyday of the rom-com era. Yeah, it was like every era. movie was a rom-com. Mm-hmm. And they're just not as, I feel like they mostly just come out like on Netflix or like, it's like a step above the Hallmark channel basically now. They're rarely <laughs> released in theaters, I feel like, nowadays. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just kind of changed right. a little bit. Which is upsetting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love a good a good rom-com. So, um, and what I also deduced from doing a little bit of research for this episode was that trailers in the 90s were kind of bonkers. Have you guys watched really? like a 90s trailer lately? No, I don't think so. They're so bizarre. The music is always really loud for some reason. Like you can (laughs) barely hear the dialogue over like, like I watched the trailer Forever After with Drew Barrymore and it's this like techno, like, uh, what's that dance music? That's like, is it like EDM? EDM. Yeah. Over, (laughs) you can barely hear like dialogue. And then at the end, she says something like, it's not for always, because isn't that what Snape says? Snape says it just always. <laughs> something. She's like, you can't hear anything. And then at the end, she's like, it's me or something. She says some what? little phrase. And I was like, what is happening in this trailer? Um, so, yeah, it was fun to kind of like take a walk down memory lane. But um, to start, I thought we would start with a classic. This is one that I remember Anne in particular watching probably 8 million times on the tiny little TV that um, we would play Nintendo on, but sometimes we'd sneak it into our rooms and, like, watch. We weren't supposed to, like, watch movies in our rooms, but sometimes we'd sneak it in and, like, watch a movie to fall asleep. Not really. Our parents probably knew, but – and that would be One Runaway Bride with Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. What do you guys think? Have you rewatched it it lately? For sure. (laughs) Yeah, I've rewatched it. 
It's I, on Netflix, I think. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I just rewatched mm. it to get ready for this. And um, okay, for one thing, before we start, I feel like we should preface a lot of these upon rewatching have a lot of issues under like modern, <laughs> yeah. you know, so we're not yeah. even going to delve into that. We're not even going to delve into like all of the misogyny and there's a lot of like homophobic jokes and just things that just in nowadays like we would have in movies but yeah so we're not even touching on that but like there is so much wrong with this movie like i was like this is i love this movie and it brought back happy memories because like it has like you know songs that i love like martina mcbride is on the soundtrack you know lots of the soundtrack that soundtrack Mm -hmm. it's a great soundtrack um i think i maybe just don't like julia roberts is really Whoa. what I've come to find out. I know, I'm so what? sorry. Where I thought you were going. I need you to stop talking. This is, this is my turn. Okay, your turn. Anne's turn. Wow. This is like my favorite. Okay. this In this day and age, it would not be my favorite movie. I don't watch it all the time anymore, but I it was my favorite movie because it was just so soothing. Mm-hmm. But... um. <laughs> Julia Roberts is not no no no. Mm-hmm. Richard Gere is the He's worst the part of this. Movie. Julia they're Roberts both, is not. They're the both bad with the movie. They're both bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That is like no, I should just blame her. He's a flawed yeah, no, female no, no, character, no. but in a good way. He's a flawed male character in an upsetting. I way. would agree with you. He is. <laughs> I wrote in my notes um, both deeply unlikable. Like, Me too, <laughs> and I also put such flaws. That's one mm-hmm. of my notes for this Such movie. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel like it overall has an okay message. Like, yeah, the message is you need to work on yourself before you can yeah. like be in a relationship. Yeah, which, like yeah that's a good moral. I ended but up loving the movie. I this is this is my first time watching the movie for this for this podcast. Wait, you've never seen it, Tess? I have You're never kidding. seen the movie. Which I don't know how I grew up with you guys. Oh, wow. oh my word! We're talking about how much you loved Runaway Bride, and I never. This is what happens when you're six years younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just never watched it, but I watched it with mom and dad. And so yeah, I, I hear your first time take mm-hmm. a 21st century take. Do you have fresh <laughs> eyes or do you have blue eyes blue? First of all, I have to point out that there were three <laughs> different sets of twins and triplets featured <gasps> in this movie. Wow. Why are there so many twins and triplets in this tiny town? Good but oh. <laughs> Beyond <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> Claire's got the answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beyond that, um, oh, okay. I hated the "you want you want a man" speech. Oh yeah, that was so that. you want a man. That's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. And the male character obviously is very flawed, but that's true for most romantic comedies from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Overall, mm-hmm. I loved it, and I thought it had an amazing, an amazing nineties country soundtrack so i mean i loved it but i i think through 21st century eyes i could definitely see many of its flaws i just i think the most annoying scene of the movie to me is when they're at the luau and everyone is poking fun at her which i agree like was not nice because she's clearly someone who needs help you know, like she keeps getting in these. Well, she does. She keeps getting in these relationships yes. and breaking people's it's hearts. And like she's not, she's having a hard time too, you know? So it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not sure who is to blame here, but she shouldn't keep, you know, doing this when she, you know, needs to work on some of the issues that 
keep making her <laughs> it's just so far-fetched that she would literally run out of the wedding every time not just break it off like the night <laughs> yeah, before that was amazing. so her family and friends have had to keep throwing like bridal showers and parties and stuff over and over and over for her and they've stood by her and yeah it was definitely unkind of them to be teasing her but then he gets up on his high horse and is like making them feel bad and I'm like you've been rude to her publicly this entire time literal newspaper yeah (laughs) so I'm just like why where do you like where I just didn't understand how that was justifiable but we didn't agree to disagree. I mean, it was fun. It was definitely a trip down memory lane rewatching it. But I was like, this is, I don't find either of those characters very lovable. So, And, and to be clear, you also dislike Julia Roberts' performance in this movie and her as an actor in other films. Is well, I guess correct? I maybe do because I also find her unlikable. I think it's just her character. Maybe not. I, I don't know her as a person, obviously. She's probably lovely. I know she has twins. <laughs> she has one. twins. Maybe that's why <gasps> there's so many twins oh, in this wow. movie. Are her twins in the movie? <sighs> Good question. I don't know. I kind of doubt it because I feel like she's one of those celebrities that like answer. doesn't post. Like she's mm-hmm. not on social media. She doesn't have pictures of her family publicly. So I doubt it. Um, but she uh, is in My Best Friend's Wedding. Also, not a likable character in that movie. So that's, a, that's a problematic movie for sure. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one. Mona Lisa She's in. Notting Hill. Oh, Mona Lisa Smile. I've actually never seen Notting Hill. That's a that's <gasps> a. I, I know you Notting like Hill. it because it heavily features Julia Roberts. Well, I do. <laughs> I kind of a flawed character in that. She's one. a flawed <laughs> character in almost all her movies, but <laughs> but she is an actress is radiant. Yeah, yeah, no, she's radiant. Yeah. She has a million dollar smile. She has she's beautiful. Smile. Yeah, she has a Mona Lisa. She has the Mona Lisa smile. That's why they named the movie that. I know. I understand why she is, you know, an American darling, but I just never, I think I just am like, I never like her characters in any movie. I think that's just the problem. Um, off to a bad start. Off to a bad start. Yeah. Let's move on. How about <laughs> Legally Blonde? Love it or lose it. Okay, if anyone said lose it, they'd be out of the family. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I love I mean, it. Come on. So please let us love know in the comments it. on the post for this episode if you dislike Legally Blonde. I would love to know mm-hmm. because I've never heard of someone not liking that movie. And it I is so know. fun. I don't want to know if someone Mm-mm. doesn't like no. it. No disrespect. Yeah. Okay, DM me. <laughs> but can I tell you guys? Okay, I recently watched uh, The Ball or whatever that dropped that one, that game show with the balls dropping. That's like a trivia show. Anyway. I don't know what you're talking the, about. It's a thing. It's a couple's show. And so you're separated and you both have to guess the answer uh, to the question. Anyway, there was a question about Legally Blonde. And they both were like, oh, Legally Blonde is our favorite movie. We love Legally Blonde. They were like, we're, we got this in the bag. And then the question was, uh, the trial in Legally Blonde hangs on the question, a question about which beauty procedure. And it was like, uh, like highlights. This is a, a perm. It was multiple choice. It was multiple choice. It was multiple choice. Oh and gosh. these people both were like, uh, well, a perm. 
a perm was kind of an 80s thing, and this was early 2000s, so it wasn't a perm. And I was like, did Why you watch the movie? That's the mm-hmm. whole plot. That's the whole thing. Oh, my word. It's a perm. It was very upsetting Ridiculous. to watch. That's, that reminds me, though, um, this could happen to anyone, because when I was, like, I don't know, 12, my friend Lauren and I were watching, we were having a sleepover, and we were watching That Thing You Do. Oh, another and great she, one. Oh, good such movie. a good movie. She was so sure, because we'd seen it a million times, she was so sure that one of the lines was from <laughs> one character, and I was like, no, that's not... That's not that character. A different, like this other character says it, and she was like, "No, I'll bet you anything, bet you anything in the world." <laughs> and so we made, a, we made a bet that the loser had to wet their pants in public. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then she lost, and she never did it. <laughs> I love that. So, so you much. can be, you could, you can make a mistake on your favorite movie. It's true. It all kind of blends together after a while. I love that. I didn't even put that thing you do on this list. See, there's so many. There's so many good mm-hmm. ones. Like, I couldn't even get all of them. So that's another. I do think a lot of these have the benefit of rose-colored, you know, hindsight glasses. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. um, okay, so here's one. I'm curious. This is one, though, that doesn't have the benefit of hindsight because mm. it's one that I kind of never really got into, but a lot of people loved. This was actually a Dave suggestion because he remembers, like, a lot of his friends in high school loving this movie. She's the man. Are you guys oh, into I that one? I hate that movie. <gasps> Grace. <gasps> I hate I it, too. Lose it. hate She's the, the Man. the deepest what? sense of the world. Lose it yeah, from my memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we miss me with that. this topic because I'm actually just getting like, mad at you. Oh, no! Oh. <laughs> I rewatched it last night. I had to rent it. I had to pay money to rent it on Amazon. Okay, wow. this is the problem, Claire. You're watching them way too recent. Like, yeah, this if is it wasn't like a part of your... Because that one's still then, old. It was like ten, at least 10 years old. Yeah, 2006 yeah. it came out when I was still in high school. So like, I should have liked mm-hmm. it, but I never really... Like, I missed it somehow. What do you like about it, Anne? Amanda Bynes, mostly. She's she's a really <laughs> Here's bad the actress. Thing. She's a bad actress, but she's like she's, she's lovable, funny. Uh-huh. She's funny. Yeah, yeah she's it's a funny movie. Acting. And Channing this is Tatum a good... is a terrible actor, but just very cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's so many quotable cute. moments. That's why the movie's good. I think you know. I I don't think this was one of my favorite movies, and I don't think we watched it very much in our family i just would watch Mm -hmm. it sometimes like with friends and i always thought like you know this isn't like the highest um level of comedy but (laughs) or the lowest or the middle amanda bynes i know i wish her well What's her name? The brother's name, and she's impersonating him. I'm blinking. Sebastian. His girlfriend, Mm -hmm. Monique. Do you guys know who plays her? Uh Uh-uh. Mel on Virgin River. I know. What? I know. I verified it. Yeah. What? Because I was watching it, and I was like, she kind of seems familiar. And I was like, no, it couldn't be Mel. Because, I mean, her her persona, her mannerisms, it's like she's unrecognizable almost. And her character on Virgin River is just so 180 different. like... Like over the, she looks like Luke right now. Like I know, she's, well, she's reacting. She loves so Virgin River so much. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. <laughs> she's the man. It's not that 
I think if I were to just watch it on its own, I'd be like, oh, that's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. But it's so quoted that if you hear the mm-hmm. quotes more often than you've seen the movie, the movie becomes mm-hmm. not a fun I see. Thing. I agree with that. What are like, the quotes? I think I'm too old. What are the quotes that people always say? Yeah, I don't even know what the quotes are. Something about like rub some dirt on it and like mm-hmm. my favorite is Gouda. People love the thing of them putting a tampon in his nose. That's uh-huh. like, the part I remember. People are always yeah talking about that, which is not even the, a, it's not even funny. <laughs> I can't like the think of the quotes off the, the top of my head, but like you'd know them if you heard them. You wouldn't, mm-hmm. but like we would know them because <laughs> I feel like Legally Blonde <laughs> is that way for sure. Like that's Probably. the movie. That's yeah. one of the rom coms that I always like, hear. Yeah, I'd and Mean Girl so times that like hearing the qu- I'm like I'm a part of hearing the quotes whereas if you have seen the movie a couple times like she's the man and then you're hearing the quotes you're like uh, I don't know I don't know mm-hmm. why it makes it not funny so yeah probably the movie is good and it's just I haven't seen it enough <laughs> probably the movie is good okay well I stand corrected um no I still lose it we can all have our own opinions here this is a place of understanding so next one um, the wedding planner, not to be confused with the wedding singer. Big time loser. This one's yeah, not my fave. Boring. <sighs> I have conflicting feelings. What's the message? Even in, even when I was growing up watching it, I thought it had a terrible message. Which so I'm curious good. what you think the message is. <laughs> it was not good. Well, one message that's wrong is that brown M and M's would have <gasps> die than the rest. That's of them. what I wrote down yeah. too. That's like the most quoted part, and it's so that made dumb. Me so mad when I was younger. Some big shot New York City doctor is dumb enough to think that brown M and M's don't have dye. That's just yeah. like downright. It doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. I love J Lo. Mm hmm. You know, but yeah. Sorry, I, Tess. What is the actual message? Oh yeah, Tess. What is the message? Oh. Well, now I'm feeling put on the spot, and I, I don't like that. I just, Tell us the message. I just, What's the message? Tell us the message. Yes. In three, two, one, go. <laughs> well, I mean, why do they – I I think it's, it ends up like they want it to be a happy ending, so the the his bride girl runs away, you know, like doesn't like him either. Yes, but I feel like he would. He was still having an emotional affair before he totally. Yeah, yeah. He danced with J Lo in the park. Didn't mention he was engaged. Mm -hmm. That's like a classic movie and TV trope. Mm -hmm. Is like they want the main characters to have an affair, and so to make it okay, they like they make the. The, person, the other person. The, the mm-hmm. other person. It's crazy. so true. I noticed that but too. Uh, or they but don't they do like it that. Or they, they do have it after an affair they start too. the affair. Or yeah, yeah, they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, exactly. And, exactly. Uh, that, Seattle, like you've got that mail. Happened? Oh, you've got mail. That's you've got you got mail. mail. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, so unrealistic that I'm, they just be I don't like, love you either. Oh well. And like, even in the wedding planner, they have this huge wedding. And I'm sure spent like a hundred thousand dollars on that wedding, and then they're just like, "Well, best of luck, Fran," and like no hard feelings. And I'm like, "No, that is so unrealistic. Like, even if it was mm-hmm. for the best, you would have hard feelings. Yeah. You would have hard a feelings. breakup like that. It's just or yeah, like yeah. Even if both parties were cheating on each other, there would be anger and like there would mm-hmm. be so much hard feelings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the final part. So I. It was kind of funny, like, going through these because I've always thought I liked The Wedding Planner. Like, I would say it was one of my go-to rom-coms back in the day. Um, And, yeah, upon re-watching, I'm like, wait a second. There's a lot of issues with this. And also, 
why is J-Lo Italian? She's not Italian. She's yeah. Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, famously she's not very Italian. famously not Italian. <laughs> and so not only is that like problematic for many reasons, but just like also even as like a early teen, I was like, wait, is she supposed to be Italian? Why are they acting like her dad's Italian? And then and that then she would. to watch Alex Karev be the fakest mm-hmm, Italian mm-hmm. ever. And, and her to try to force herself to love him. It was just all a little depressing, just honestly. She's, like, desperate it's to all... get married, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the whole movie's kind of bad. So let's quickly flip that with another <laughs> Matthew McConaughey in New York City, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Amazing. Also, Love it. Bad message what? that okay. I. 10, well, 11 out of know. 10, 12 out of 10. <laughs> that's a, I love it, but I don't know. That's just always on like lists of like rom-coms with a ter- that you didn't realize had a terrible message. Oh, really? Like, tell me, so tell me, like, tell us again. What's the bad message? I don't message? know. Just the, that she's using him. And- <sighs> yeah, I guess it's true. It starts <laughs> in deceit. They're using each other. They're using each other. They're using each other. And that's what people are like. You can't build a relationship on deceit, but that's the thing about rom coms is you're not supposed mm-hmm. to think that these are it's healthy. Not realistic. Not. No one wants yeah. to watch mm-hmm. like a healthy relationship movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they no. fall in love and they are always uh, faithful to each other, and mm-hmm. there's no obstacles. Yeah, yeah, and um, Kate Hudson is dazzling. I feel like she was a style inspiration in that mm-hmm. movie. Her yellow dress, that yellow mm-hmm. dress. Oh my it god, changed so good. Mm-hmm. It changed the course of fashion yeah mm-hmm. she was the one too that kind of made me feel like just like straight blonde hair with like the tiniest bit of frizz could be like really stylish and it really helped my self-esteem in that time so i really appreciated that um but no i feel like just i love that movie so much that was like I, my it, coming it of actual, age it had actual comedy to it Mm-hmm. I know. I was gonna say it did. It was yeah, a funny movie. Mm-hmm. And they both have like they're just both very charismatic and have good chemistry. Like I just feel like mm-hmm. it's a fun. It's fun to watch them together. And like the the love fern is yeah very funny. The uh-huh. baby the where she takes the pictures of what their future children <laughs> like. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, I I totally love that one. Um, okay, how about Sleepless in Seattle? So this was never my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little too boring. It's because I think we were too young when Claire wanted to watch it, probably. Yeah. And so, like, we just, I just remember it being, like, so hard to watch. I couldn't I agree that this movie is boring, but it's also that and You've Got Mail are both, like, my comfort movies. Mm-hmm. That I just, they're my go tos if I want to feel cozy. Yeah, and it does You've have Got Mail is my favorite. Yeah, it's Kuga. Well, I think You've Got Mail and Meg Ryan, or sorry, You've Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> Part of the reason we liked them, they're rated PG, so we were allowed, like, we, you know, we were not really allowed to watch a lot of PG-13 stuff until, like, I don't know. Maybe it was different roles by the time Tess came along, but I was not allowed to watch a lot of... It was like when, Aunt, yeah, Ann and I were little enough that we could only <laughs> watch PG. Exactly. So they were both PG... Um, but I actually just rewatched this two nights ago because I hadn't seen it in a long time. And it's always one that I think I love. But you're right. It's actually so boring. I didn't remember how boring it was. I was like, oh, no. this is like very slow. I mean, they're not together for the entirety of the movie. 
Mm-hmm. Except, mm-hmm. I mean, there's that. And then the scene where she almost gets hit by the truck because she's just like frozen across the street from him. I'm like, she literally flies out to Seattle, sees him, and doesn't say anything. I just kind of found that a bit hard to like wrap my mind around, I guess. It's so boring to me that I can never fully pay attention. And so all I get out of it is like, this little boy's mom just died and he wants to replace her. Mm. <laughs> that part always struck me as sad too. It's mm-hmm. really it's like sad. That like if I died, no one would ever move on mm-hmm. or ever be okay again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is actually a lot sadder than I remembered too. Like yeah. it is a very, mm-hmm. it has like a melancholy undertone to it. Cause even, yeah. um, uh, Annie's relationship with Walter is just kind of like a little depressing. Like Walter's a nice guy. He doesn't deserve dreaming he gets, but he they just don't really have any chemistry. And it's just a little bit like the whole thing's a little ho-hum. Tom, um, wow, I almost said Selleck. <laughs> What's his name? Brady? <laughs> Hanks. <laughs> what? Then, I, then I was going to say Cruz, but I was like, no, that's not right. Claire. Wow, of all the Toms. America's sweetheart. Tom Hanks. Sorry, Did you everybody. Know that he's CGI. He actually died 10 years ago. <laughs> what? Is that a conspiracy theory? Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, no, Tom Hanks is his usual charming self, and like any comedy whatsoever is brought by him. But I would, I mean, it's a rom barely calm. It's kind of more of just calm. like, yeah, it's it's pretty melancholy. Rom drum. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, not even a drum. I don't know if I could ever say lose it, but it's not as fun as I. Re- it's not really a fun movie. So I don't know. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna say love it for me. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Um, okay. How about miscongeniality? Well, love. This is what Luke calls um, a rom com for for the men. <laughs> You love. Oh, I was like, it's actually funny, and I actually like it. I was gonna say, I don't think (laughs) it's a rom com. I think it's an action comedy. Uh, Oh, I like that. Like, it's not like the romance is the main part of it. The romance takes a major backseat. It's it's a lot like an action Mm -hmm. comedy where the the main character's there, and there's like the love interest, but they're not really like important to. They're not part of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I hadn't really thought about that, but that's very true. Because you're right the the love interest is like barely. I mean, it's a very underdeveloped love story. <laughs> like, He's in there to be the love interest, uh, yeah. like mm-hmm. a woman would be in. Mm-hmm. And to kind of just be the foil, like to her. I mean, actually, he's not the yeah. foil. I would say no. um, Michael Caine's the foil. But like, it's just such a fun movie. It's a rip roaring good time. It's so good. <laughs> it, is. It's so it never good. gets old. I could watch that movie, you know, a million times. Yeah. This is yeah. what I was trying to explain to Matt because when I was a away on my girls weekend we watched this movie um because matt's mom had never seen it and um i i came home and matt was like should we watch james bond and he was supposed to watch james bond while i was gone (laughs) so you didn't have to watch it (laughs) (laughs) and and i was like let me like explain something to you some movies like miss congeniality you can watch a million times and it's still good (laughs) And then you've got, like, James Bond, where I don't even want to watch that one time, but, like, you definitely wouldn't watch it many times. I've seen mm-hmm. one James Bond movie out of all of the James Bond, and that's enough Whoa. for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't 
I don't think we should be wasting our time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's other things. There's so much content. <laughs> I agree. It's just so like I've seen it bazillions of times, but I'm like, this is so good. <laughs> like, I love good. this movie and so it much. Never not be good. Her mm-hmm. relationship with the other contestants is so fun. Like that's the funnest mm-hmm. part of the movie is like all the other women and Cheryl. I mean, she said their Satan's panties is like one of the best movie quotes <laughs> oh my God, of all time. Like it's so funny. And yeah, just the whole thing. Michael Caine is like so great in it. Um, I love that Captain Kirk is in it. It's just like a mm-hmm. funny – it's just mm-hmm. so good. And I was actually prepared – because this movie does have a lot of misogyny. <laughs> like, I hate the part where they're, like, yeah. kind of, like, uh, trying to decide what agent, you know, they're going to send. And, like, they're looking at all yeah. the female agents. And, like, that's, like, a horrible scene. But very outdated. Um, but I was fully prepared to dislike Benjamin Bratt upon a further rewatch. Because he's kind of sexist at the beginning and, like, mean uh-huh. to her. But I couldn't do it. He's really charming. By the end, I'm still charmed. I was like, so yeah, I I just there. I just I loved it, even though. Yeah, there's definitely some outdated parts, but you're right. I maybe I wouldn't classify it as a rom-com. It's more of an action comedy. And I would maybe say that, too, with um, She's the Man. I was like, maybe this is more of just a teen movie instead of a Mm rom-com because it's it's more of a Mm -hmm. teen movie. I probably should have classified it as that. Um, okay, so here's more of a modern one. I mean, in the last like 10 years. Um, I think it's from the last 10 years. I actually don't know. Uh, what do you guys think about Crazy Stupid Love? I hate that movie. <gasps> you hate it? I hate it. Whoa. Why? I, I just think it's a bad it. movie. Like boring? Badly <sighs> like written? The characters are unlikable. I don't really like the actors that much i mean I like you don't the like the actors stuff but like in this movie i'm like oh, i just don't want to watch any of you interacting with each other wait I okay it's wait 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 if you were good. to take out the creepy little boy mm-hmm. the creepy little boy the that's the, the worst boy, they're the worst parts happen. get the kids yeah. out of the movie if you took the kids out yeah. mm-hmm. it would be a really good movie mm-hmm. i agree the babysitter the and the kid are the worst between parts Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, mm-hmm. the chemistry between Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell. Their like, friendship is love so friendship. fun. It's all good. Mm-hmm. No. Grace's face right now is And the random Kevin Bacon confusion. appearance is like yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. I agree. The kids are the worst part. And I will say, okay, so going back to the whole, you know, realistic, how we say things are unrealistic in other movies. I would wager perhaps we don't want things to be super realistic because Steve, Stephen Julian. I don't know. I can't remember their names in the movies. Um, what's his name? Steve Carell's character? Because I feel like I'm trying to remember the Ryan Gosling when he's remember. like, be better than the gap. I feel like he says his name too. Um, but anyway, their marriage kind of crumbling. It's sad. It's just like a little, it's, it's kind of like, sad. this is a real middle-aged couple. And I'm like, maybe we don't want to see like too much reality on screen because it's just like a little sad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the friendship and then the Ryan Gosling Emma Stone romance is fun. But yeah, I I like it, but there's whenever I rewatch it, I'm always like, there's some kind of like uncomfortable stuff in here. There are some uncomfortable plot lines. So I think you lose it. It feels like negative the whole time. Like it feels like nobody likes each other until Mm, the in the mm -hmm. end they're like, Well, we're all dating. 
<laughs> they, they were like kind of mean to each other the whole time. <laughs> we're all dating. Like we're one big happy family. Like just we're stuck with each other. Yeah. And I also just don't feel like Ryan Gosling, like his persona, like the vibe he puts out into the world, his M.O., Suddenly he's part of this like average like suburban family of just like and mm-hmm. I, I like at a school graduation and I'm like no someone like him is not mm-hmm. going to like a, no. his the girl he's, he's dated he's not going to go to her little brother's middle school graduation that's not the kind <laughs> of person that he is so i don't know you guys are getting lost in What's realistic? <laughs> no, that's right. true. That's we we just established a movie has to be charming to overlook the fact that like all the rom com things don't make sense, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like this movie is charming. <sighs> it maybe is. It, it's maybe a little too a little too real. I'll give you that. Okay, so here's one that I've actually never seen because I feel like it was a bit. It wasn't after my time because Hillary Duff's my age, but I never saw it. So a Cinderella story. A beautiful movie. Beautiful movie. Oh, please, what are your opinions? I know why Grace loves this movie. Story. Why? I know why. Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. Oh, you of love course. Chad Michael Murray. Wait, how do you know that? I don't know. I just, just I just had to assume. Well, like, what other reason would there be? I, you've talked about it before. Yeah, I think you have t- talked about long him. ago. I, I, do, I love Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray with Hilary Duff. Mm-hmm. Incredible, because he, even he That's couldn't true. couldn't save the Lindsay Lohan Freaky Friday a hundred percent. Although it's a fun movie, but you know he he can't make that like <laughs> it's a fun movie. I don't want to see him in a romance with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. However, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis oh, doing the rock on at the end. Oh. So horrible. I don't mean to derail us. Cinderella story. <laughs> Cinderella story is just. I mean, come on. It's so dumb. It's. So dumb. I is pretty such dumb. A bad watched it very recently, and I was like, I thought this was the best movie when I was like ten. I feel like it and did I still think it's great, define a generation, but it can't be that good if it, if it's Hillary not that Duff. Good. I it's saw so it when good. I was probably twelve, and I was like, Ooh, this is. Not <laughs> Are you kidding me? I think I'm a sucker for Cinderella story movies because I also like. <laughs> The Selena Gomez one? No. Ah, yeah, oh, that one's Seeley. so much worse. That's a that one's really good, too. <laughs> that one's so much worse. And there's even one after that that I've seen but didn't like as much. But What about Ella yeah. Enchanted? That is oh. a well-done Cinderella yeah. oh, such film. A good oh, well, that mm-hmm. isn't even in the same league. What yeah. about Ever After? Speaking of Ever After. Ugh, no. I, I've I never, never seen really got into that a one. A lot of people do. People love it. Yeah, I think it was maybe... We didn't really I, a little too intellectual. It. I don't know. I know Leonardo da Vinci was a, was like a character in the movie, oh, yeah. and I was like, "This is too." <laughs> that was like above our heads. <laughs> above our heads, yeah. And they're they're French, but they all have like British accents, yeah. So I'm not really sure what was going on there. A Cinderella story. I I know it's not good, but I do like it. It's not yeah. like I'm not looking down on it or anything. Because I do you think it sounded it's like, like you were looking down. Well, I'm looking down on you a little bit because I feel like <laughs> some of the okay, things that much you worse. said you didn't like. It's much worse. And then you go ahead and say you love this movie. Um, yeah, but I, I, I think it's cute, and I think it's like you know, it, 
it came out when I was young and, and a lot of my friends liked it and it was fun to watch. So I'm confused why Grace doesn't like she's the man, but he likes a Cinder or she likes a Cinderella story because they're kind of in the same league in my in my opinion of like mm-hmm. yeah. not good but poorly done enjoyable. remakes. That's a good that's a good point. I can't argue with you. It's the chat <laughs> factor. <laughs> it's, it's the chat factor. factor. What happened to <laughs> CMM? Oh, he's still very cute, even in his it's so bright we can't see i can see i can see i can tell he's handsome but Uh you can't see anything anything. (laughs) (laughs) hands looking him up yeah he's he's still pretty good looking must say Uh i would say possibly more good looking than because he always had kind of like a a grimace when he was younger Mm -hmm. and sort of a grown-out buzz cut Back in mm-hmm, the day, mm-hmm. his hair his hair left a bit to be yeah. desired. No, the buzz cut. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, a grown out buzz <laughs> was basically the haircut of like two thousand four to two thousand ten. Who's the other guy so, that you love, like, Grace? That was married to Buffy. Married to Buffy. Oh, Freddie Prince, Prince Junior. Freddie Prince Junior, the most Freddy handsome Prince man. To yeah. Live. <laughs> Grace loves just a blonde guy with a lacking haircut. I made tests by me. The Freddie Prince Jr. cookbook one year for Christmas. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Grace loves <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And to finish us off, I give you The Wedding Singer. Love it. Love. Love it. Favorite. This is another yeah, probably one that top I three favorite movies. As a comedy, a true comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love. Oh, I so think it's a rom com. I mean, it's a it rom com, but it's like a yeah, true. It's com. a rom com. It's just it's, it's so true funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but really it's, funny. Yeah, I it, would say if you don't like this movie, you are uncultured, <laughs> <laughs> and I wow. feel confident saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the one Adam Sandler movie. Well, I don't know if the one, but it's an Adam Sandler movie that I feel like very. Because I mean, let's be honest. I think it's the I, only one. I love people that hate Happy Adam Gilmore. Could like exactly, I, but I would be embarrassed to be like Happy Gilmore is one of my favorite <laughs> movies. But The Wedding Singer, I feel like you could be like, oh, I love The Wedding Singer, and it's like, oh, cool, you must love like eighties music, and it's like, mm-hmm, that's why, you know, <laughs> like you you can feel good about it's not like Mr. Deeds or something. Like you yeah, can feel yeah. better about yeah, admitting it is that you like, like it. Probably it's the him at his best. Yeah, he's the most lovable in this movie mm-hmm. of like any of mm-hmm. his movies. Yeah, so lovable. <laughs> That's an, this is another one though where there's like you know an engagement that they convince us like wasn't meant to be, so that we're not upset that like she breaks up with her fiance. But it, I don't know, Glenn Gulia is just so like deeply unlikable, and he's unfaithful, yeah. and just like oh, clearly it was not going to happen. It really he, was not meant to be. Mm-hmm. He didn't care about her at all, you know. So it's yeah. like it just. That I'm okay was with it. festering for the entire relationship, and so mm-hmm. the fact that she mm-hmm. like jumped ship was—it's not just the tidy cleanup. That's like the it's plot of like, the movie. Is that exactly she's in a terrible? Relationship. Exactly. Um, I love Billy Idol <laughs> pushing him down the aisle of the plane. Like it's just so the ending is so bonkers. Oh, but I just love that movie so much. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, a great it's movie. so good. Yeah. Even if you really had no memory of the 80s and can't claim it as your own, like you can still enjoy like the nostalgia of that movie because it's just so much fun. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on that 
journey through rom-com history. Should we wrap things up with our weekly wins? So one of my goals for this year was to become more like more organized and just have more of a schedule for cleaning because I just feel like I just clean when I feel like it or I clean when I have time and then things will be really clean around the house and then and then I won't for a little while and then it'll just be like overwhelming. And so I was like, I need like a schedule to follow to keep me um, to keep me on track and to kind of help me not get overwhelmed. So I made a really, really simple chore chart and I it's my weekly win. I've only been following it for like two days. <laughs> so this might be premature. <laughs> But so far, so good. So what I did is I just have, I've divided everything up by areas so that I'm not like going up and downstairs dusting everything, you Mm -hmm. know, on Mm -hmm. one day. Like I'm just kind of going room by room or area by area. So like Monday is like kitchen, which obviously, you know, you try to keep the kitchen clean throughout the week and like wipe down the counters every day and whatever. But like. It's more of a deep clean on Mondays um, for the kitchen. And then like Tuesday is like living areas and I order groceries that day and Wednesday is bathrooms. So like that way throughout the week, I let's say, you know, one of the bathrooms is looking a little like, you know, worse for worse for the wear or something. I'm not having to like stress about like oh my gosh I have to do this today I know you know this is coming up on Wednesday mm-hmm. it's okay it'll get dealt with for now and um so I think it's gonna help me to not only keep things cleaner but also like not get too overwhelmed mm-hmm. wow that's impressive my tactic is I just clean frantically before someone comes to stay with us mm-hmm. and that's the only time things really get deep cleaned so it sounds I mean that sounds <laughs> lovely <laughs> Yeah, to have a schedule. Um, Well, mine is an account on Instagram that I just found. um, And I just kind of happened upon her. She – someone shared, like, a post of hers on stories. And I don't know. I feel like – do you guys feel like sometimes – in your circle on social media of like who you follow, you see things shared from like certain accounts a lot more. Like you'll see the same kind of mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. shared. Not that that's a bad thing, but it's I'm always just kind of like, oh, if there's like an account that I've never seen shared before. Um, so her name is Sirut Chala, and she is a psychotherapist. Um, and I really like her approach. It's just kind of interesting. So. Um, she kind of is deconstructing some of the like pop psychology and like insta therapy phrases and things mm. that you like see all the time. Mm. And um Do you have an example? Yes. I would say that her approach is maybe like a bit more tough love, perhaps. I like that. Love that. And she mm-hmm. she says, she says, I'm not for everyone, you know, so like, and that's one of the things she says, like everyone doesn't everything on the internet is not for everyone. So like everyone might not like this approach, but um, I I just like was going through and saving a bunch of her uh, posts. So one I liked was uh, the title is Insta therapy is not therapy. Everyone you don't like is not a narcissist. Every unpleasant experience (laughs) is not trauma. Having needs does not make you codependent. 
You don't need to be healing 24-7. Life is not easy for anyone. That doesn't mean something is wrong. Pastel memes can't do the work for you. Feeling your feelings all the time is not realistic. Um, And then she talks about – this one says, you are an adult – You don't need to be validated by everyone you meet. You are not the main character of the universe. Your partner is not your parent. You are capable. Your feelings are yours to manage. The world doesn't owe you. No one is coming to save you. Save yourself. Stop listening to the advocates of mediocrity and victimhood. So some of her stuff is like a little more tough love, perhaps. I like that. Um, Very tough love. I like it. The type of person that would like that, like Claire, maybe needs (laughs) some of the less tough love. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like some of the people that need to hear it will like will not will be like we'll, this is we'll problematic. Like, That's that. not true. This is yeah. This is yeah. Well, I, I do like feel the like... narcissistic thing because somehow I ended up on yeah. narcissist mom TikTok where everyone <laughs> talks about their narcissistic mom and yeah. the algorithm just delivers me more and more. Exactly. Videos. That's the problem with algorithms. You click on something because you're like, what's this? And then you're like, oh no, now the internet thinks Suddenly, that's what I want. exclusively yeah. Zendaya, Tom Holland couples videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, that's the last thing I wanted. I more just was like clicking it because I was like, what's happening here? Um, yeah. So you're right. That's the problem with um, – any kind of self-help stuff, right? It's usually the people that need it that aren't going to find it. But I just thought it was interesting. She's very knowledgeable and her approach is different than a lot of people I've seen on social media. And she has like a lot of posts and there's really interesting comments on them. So if that's something that would interest you, um, go check her out. She's based in London too, which I think is interesting. So it's not Mm -hmm. fueled by, it's not just fueled by like American politics or, you know, like stuff that's happening here in the U S like she has um, a little bit of like a different viewpoint on some things. So Hmm. I like it. Very interesting. Um, My weekly win is Duolingo, which is not news to anyone that this app exists, but I'd never used it before and it's become like just the most positive part of my day. The little characters, when you get something right, they dance (laughs) and it it, like dings and it's just like, I feel like a dog. Like I just am (laughs) so excited for the ding and the little character dancing. (laughs) I'm so influenced by the positive reinforcement. So I do it every day now. I mean, I've only been doing it for a week. Yeah, what language? I'm trying to learn Italian. And it's very fun. Um, And because mom's learning Spanish on it. So she got me into it. And uh, Luke and I would like to maybe take a trip this summer to Italy. So just in case that happens where um, I'm learning Italian bit by bit. But it's just, it's not even, I mean, I do feel like I've learned a lot of words on there and obviously you can't get fluent just by doing flashcards but it's a very good app for being free and very motivating i'm number one in the silver league and i'm very excited because if i keep that up i'm gonna get some gems (laughs) it has so much positive (laughs) reinforcement and it works so well so i just invite everybody who wants to learn a language to join me on duolingo because yeah. It's really motivating. Is this your first time playing a phone game? Yeah. <laughs> well, she's done Wordle. <laughs> I'm on Wordle. Wordle that's count. true. I got I just it. Wonder, she's today. It just, 
She sounds so thrilled by the novelty of like like a reward at the end. Yeah, yeah. Me and mom are like, how many gems do you have? (laughs) I think my brain is like so fueled. I've had like dopamine overload from playing too many. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I'm gonna need more than gems. Like, I'm gonna have like yeah, gems and wood and electricity and like all the different like materials. Mm to build my various castles and stuff. Um. <laughs> if you don't want to learn a language, but you want to have Duolingo in your life, I recommend following Duolingo on TikTok. Oh, <laughs> word. they have Your the TikTok best account. It's so funny. And <laughs> unhinged. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's yeah, so it's weird. And they're it's so really active weird. on it. They're yeah. commenting on every viral video. Something yeah, funny. huge. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, my win this week is... So last year I talked about... Uh, I was using Dinnerly, the like, mm, meal subscription mm-hmm. kit. It's one of the cheaper ones. Well, I've started back up on that, and I have a system, and I hope that if they hear me, they don't, they don't get me in trouble. But I have a new system where I'm doing Dinnerly and every plate at the same time. Because oh. you, can, you can skip a week whenever you want. And so I just skip whichever one doesn't look as good. Oh. oh. I don't see smart. why that'd be a problem. I would think they That's want smart. it because otherwise what happened to me with Dinnerly was like they cycled through and then there would be a few weeks where it was like I already tried those recipes and none of it looked good. And then I just canceled the service. But this mm-hmm. way it's like if I don't like the recipes, I do the other one. But then the next week, you know, I'm going to go back. back. So. Um, I would say every plate is really good. Like the ingredients are good. It's it's cheap. I would highly recommend Hmm. every plate. Wow. So jealous. Cool. Mm -hmm. I think it's like $5 a meal or $5 a serving. Most of them are like $11 a serving or something. So it's way cheaper. Cool. That would be nice if you maybe you're just not in a place to be like cooking big meals and you could alternate it with like simple, you know, kind of like grilled cheese or, you know, you're kind of run of the mill, like a quick DIY kind of thing. That sounds great. Um, I, That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great, Grace. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to say Grace was so sweet this week and had – my girl's over for a movie and pizza night at her house. And it was so, so cute. cute. They were so, so excited. They were like, every day they'd be like, is it pizza night? They were like <laughs> over the moon. And then I found out Ella had like given demands. Like she wanted breadsticks. Yeah. And she, I was like, Ella, bakers can't be choosers. Two pepperoni pizzas and breadsticks. Um, oh my gosh. So we got little like Caesars. Like they could eat two pepperoni like, pizzas. I was like, I can only afford <laughs> They, they could probably eat two pepperoni pizzas if there weren't other stuff, but I got two pepperoni pizzas, breadsticks, and cheese bread. And wow. so, yeah, Whoa. they unfortunately were to I'm the point so like jealous. for a long time in our family, we could just get like one little Caesar's pizza and that would feed us for dinner. And now the girls can eat as much pizza as an adult, pretty much. So <laughs> it's a really, it's a sad day when you have to start ordering two pizzas just to feed like a young family. We really need to cut back on. 
pizza consumption. But we had to explain the concept of the saying beggars can't be choosers this week because of the breadstick incident. Because when I found out about it, oh, no, I was Claire. very embarrassed. Well, oh, she no. needs to learn. Just like if someone's doing you a favor, I you don't get to her. dictate. I asked her what she wanted. <laughs> she said breadsticks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, they were like, they we were like so excited. We never get breadsticks. Claire, you That's don't get true. kids breadsticks? We don't get Little Claire. Caesars anymore. Oh. There isn't really one close to us, and it's not I was as there good like as it used hour. to be. It takes so long. Yeah, it takes a long time. Like again, in this economy, it's not the, the, the whole, five dollars yeah. not worth hot the wait. and ready. Is their whole? I don't know. Thing. That cheese bread is still as good as the day. Yeah, you can't <laughs> beat crazy bread. There's no the other. Bread, there's mm-hmm. no other place where you can get something of that quality for a dollar. Like it's just It's not a dollar. Mm-hmm. It's not a dollar How anymore. Much it's is like it? five bucks or something. Uh-huh. Uh, it's expensive now. Students and then they Oh, they that's why it was a dollar. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Well, whatever the cost, it is delicious. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> and um yeah, we used to love it. I I like it, but now Dave makes pizza. That's the story for another day, because he makes really good at home pizza. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll talk pizza making tips another time. But Oh, please. For now, we <laughs> bid you all goodbye <laughs> and happy belated Valentine's Day. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.